Linda. Hello. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to uh, another Rebirth Review podcast. Um, I guess we were kind of deciding who would do the intro there for a spell. Uh, it is late once again. I feel like we do this when it's too late for both of us to coherently review books. Just kidding. That just see. makes it more fun. We are coherent, absolutely, and we are reviewing books that we did or didn't enjoy. Um, before we get started, I did want to ask you, Tap, since you were away for the, depending on when you're listening to this, upcoming or past uh, Halloween-themed podcast. I was away. Um, what kind of books would... I guess, I don't know how to say this, I don't know if you're sort of like getting yourself in a Halloween mood, but what kind of book runs, what kind of comic runs to mind when, when you when think, I think of Halloween? When I think Halloween, what comic comes to mind? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'd probably, honestly, I'd have to go with like Hackslash, hmm. or maybe some Nailbiter. Yeah. Those are pretty uh, Halloween-y. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'd probably have to go with those. Ooh, maybe Beyond Wonderland, or even the whole Wonderland series, for that matter. Uh, those are all really good. Um, I'm. We haven't had a chance to really dive into it yet, but uh, Mr. Daniel Leister's Lord of Gore. Oh yeah, R- Rusty mentions that. Yes, I yeah. funded. I helped. Well, I, I didn't fund it by oh, myself, but I, I helped fund. I helped fund his Kickstarter, yeah. so I'm 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 waiting for my my uh, Tim Seeley variant cover Ooh. signed by everyone to come into the mail. I keep waiting; it hasn't shown up yet. Um, it's not due to show up till November, so it's not like I'm getting screwed yeah. out of it. I just yeah. haven't gotten it yet. Um, but no, I would say those ones, or maybe even Daniel Leister's Werewolf Run. Uh, we got a little bit of a sneak peek into that, and I'm enjoying that one. That one's probably pretty Halloweeny too. I've only read the first, you know, issue or two, but uh, yeah, Werewolf Run's really good. So, nice. I'd say those are my Halloween picks. See, I figured, and this is what I sort of said. I figured you'd go with like the goon. The goon is good too, but he's like. When I read the goon, I don't think Halloween. No. I mean, I guess you should because it's, it's like zombieish. Halloween I, town sort of thing. They got you got spider. You've got yeah. I guess I guess when I think of Halloween, though, I'm I think more scary horror, whereas the goon is just straight up comedy. Yeah. Um, like with like, a, like horror like aspects. Town kind of thing. Yes, yeah. and just it it. So I think more horror than comedy. I guess. So. Fair enough, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, we're not here to we're not here to talk about how much we both love the goon. Um, <laughs> Although we could, we could. I mean, <laughs> screw it. No. We we both have all four volumes yeah, now, yeah. so I haven't read all four, but I mean, yeah, not sometime. yet. I'm savoring sometime it. In the future. I'm I'm a saver, but you know why I haven't had time to read it because of all these DC books oh. that we get every week. I swear it just gets. I oh, remember wow. when we first started doing this, yeah, I felt like we were getting like five, maybe seven books a like, week. They just like spit on us a little. Yeah, and I was like, that's cool because I can read this plus everything else I want to read. Yeah. Now we're just getting probably what fifteen books that's a week. Crazy. And we're having to read all of those plus the other stuff that we enjoy yeah. reading on a weekly basis. It's hard to keep up. It really is. I mean, I'm yeah. honestly afraid I might have to get to a point where some weeks I'm just going to have to start picking and choosing what yeah, I read. It might come to that. And I mean, we're getting into the numbers with some of these issues where I think it's fair to say, you know what? Justice League kind of sucks, but I mean, it is kind of fun to shit on it. So I guess we could keep talking about it. You know what's funny to me? Okay, speaking of Justice League, you know what's kind of funny to me? So I was listening to... uh, I listen to a lot of other comic book podcasts, and I was listening to I Sell Comics with Ming Chen and Mike Zabsik from Comic Book Men. And they were... Ming asked Mike what his picks of the week were, and one of the books he mentioned was fucking Justice League. He was like, yeah, I'm really enjoying Justice League right now. It's been a fun run, and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, Mike is, like, the the most opinionated person I think I've ever heard talk about comics on a podcast, and he likes Justice League currently. 
I was like, oh, sir, maybe I'm missing something. No. I think if you folks just... out there are enjoying Justice League, please explain to me what I'm missing. Yeah. Because I I, I'm, in, I'm curious. What we, am I missing? Are we just so blinded by hate at this point that we're not... <laughs> We're giving not it a fair shake. The forest for the trees anymore. I don't know. <laughs> just give us some justification to keep reading this thing. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I will just because it's Justice League, and I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm curious to see if it gets better. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not enjoying I it. I mean, yeah. Either way, um, the art's nice though. I do like looking at the art. I will say that. I usually, I do enjoy that. It's usually saving the book really from being complete garbage anyway so we've got a pretty uh pretty interesting week stacked week now you tell me what you want to start with because i know you've got a weird thing going on where like you gotta basically reboot your phone hardwire into the <laughs> in order to in order to read all right so stuff. let's start off with our uh you'll know what i mean by this when i say our email books um so we'll start off with those. So real quick, discuss a couple books that are not Rebirth-related, but they were still good, so I want to touch base on them. Frostbite number 2 by Joshua Williamson, my man crush. Um, I'm enjoying it. I really like Frostbite. When I, yeah. I can't lie. When I first heard the premise for Frostbite, I was kind of like, eh, it sounds interesting, but it's Williamson, so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm surprised. It's a fun read. He just the way he builds characters and the way that he writes characters is so awesome. I don't yeah. know how else to explain it. Like he's just he's he's a man's man of a writer. He's just he's a stud. Yeah, and the world's like like the world around them's in usually a really nice like uh almost a complimentary character. Yeah, it, it really is. It adds to the to the character building. And the well. art's awesome yeah. too. It's just kind of like this washed out maybe you could yeah. say kind of color because it's yeah. supposed to be i mean it's you're in like a post-apocalyptic ice age you know what i mean so it kind of has like this washed out feel to it it's just it really sets the tone for the book and i like that a lot yeah, definitely. um the other one that was non-rebirth related it's going to be a six part miniseries is uh vigilante southland did you read that one by chance um i didn't get through all of it but uh, I read. Is it because you is it because you didn't enjoy it, or you just ran out of time? I just ran out of time, and I had to read up on some other rebirth books. Gotcha. So once again, not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. It was different. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, whatever. It sounds like a, a knock off a kick ass or something. You know what I mean? It's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. But uh, no, it's really well done. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's definitely mature themed. It's not meant yeah. for children. Uh, but it's basically about this guy who, uh, you know, his, I guess it's his girlfriend or wife or whatever. Uh, she's a secret vigilante and she ends up being basically run down and murdered. And he kind of stumbles upon her secret and picks up the cowl basically and becomes, you know, her, her, uh, second or her it's late her, her like <laughs> follower like her next like he takes her place um and so there's only one issue so far but it's gonna be a six-part miniseries called southland or vigilante southland and it's uh by god I just had the name carrie ah, where am i at Walker. it's written by carrie phillips and is drawn by elena casagrande now i'm not too terribly familiar with either um but definitely check it out. It's it's not meant for kids. It's a it's a serious book, and it's only going to be six issues, so it'll be it'll be cool. And Mitch uh, Garrett's did the cover, nice. and then Tony Daniel helped out with the variant cover on Ooh. this too. So you got some big names doing the covers here. Yeah, and uh, I've been browsing Comicsology recently, and it, Vigilante is actually uh, it was a, a series beforehand as well. Correct. Be. I do. Yeah, I do remember hearing something about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like I don't know a whole lot about it. I just happened to see the title, and I was like, "Yeah, give it a shot, see what happens." And it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so now moving back into the world of rebirth. Um, okay, I guess Blue Beetle. 
did I miss an issue or is this book just really, really confusing? I felt like I missed an issue somewhere. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's... Oh, we didn't miss an issue. Like it just really is confusing. No, I think, uh, or did we, maybe did we miss an issue? No, I, I'm pretty sure we didn't. Cause it's, I no, I remember the cliffhanger with this team of, uh, I guess these weird, like, I don't, I don't even remember what they're called. Oh, the posse. That's right where the posse showed up yes. and um yeah it sort of came in came into where we are now i mean i think it's fair to say that we don't exactly remember everything from the last issue but well, yeah it doesn't help that we also read so many titles every week and this is a monthly not a bi-weekly so it doesn't help but but yeah, yeah. i don't know i just feel like it i just feel like i was missing something like i honestly felt like i maybe i missed an issue somewhere i was very confused not yeah. to say it wasn't a good issue, though. I, I did enjoy it. Um, I love Keith Giffen and everything that he does, all of his He-Man stuff. and when, I mean, I love it all, but I don't know. What did you think of it? I do like this. Uh, the I do like the posse. I like the general, the characters in the team. I think they're pretty interesting. At least well, you them. have you have Root, who's kind of a take on Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Blur, she kind of had a big part in this story. Yeah. Uh, she was basically hitting on uh, Jamie Reyes the entire book. Yeah. Um, Ted's <laughs> being, uh, you know, he's being a little bit of a meanie, and just being, I don't know, he's been sort of this uh, weird, like, sort of like this this teacher who even if you were like not getting in trouble but getting getting hurt would just sort of not do all that much uh to make sure you're okay he just sort of seems like a a kind of a jerk a little bit he doesn't have a lot of care we get a we get a john bon jovi name drop in here yes if that if that makes you if you're looking for all the John Bon Jovi... If that makes you weak in the knees. Yeah, if you're one of those people... Some people collect all the appearances of, uh, I don't know, Booster Gold. And others collect all the appearances of John Bon Jovi or name drops <laughs> of John Bon Jovi. Who knows? It's a funky world. I guarantee there's somebody out there that does. Yeah, but uh, I did I did like the art. I think the art just keeps getting better in this book. Agreed. Agreed. I did enjoy the art. I mean, yeah. Aside from that, it's pretty good. Um, I, I look forward to more. So, Flash. Once again, my boy Joshua Williamson. Is um, he your boy for this issue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you... Okay, the cover, I think the cover's a little weird. Really? Um, and w- what I mean by that... Oh, I know okay. it's I know it's a... I know it's a... It's a spoof i guess you could say an, an homage um yeah, to flash a, two worlds spoof. yeah an homage uh to flash of two worlds no here's what yeah. i'm saying is weird wally from our earth our main earth you know our main dcu right. he looks rather simpsonish in this cover Agreed. he he's very yellow um, like I was looking at it and he almost looked like, he looked like the same color of yellow as like my son's Lego characters. And I was like, is this Lego Wally? What is this? It just looked a little weird to me. I don't know. Maybe they ran out of flesh color, peach oh, color or something. Know. I don't know. Running out of a certain color digitally. Or I guess. If you're, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's I don't know. He just, he just looks, he just looks very Lego-y. Maybe he got. Um, ha- it's the same yellow as that they used in the Flash, like in the lettering. Right. Yeah. It's the same yellow. Maybe he just got a little pen That's happy true. and didn't catch it. I don't know. I just um, thought that was kind of funny to me. I noticed little I stupid like, things. Like you said, it's an homage to the original um, Flash and Two Worlds, Infantino, and I like how the the little signature is Carmine to Carmine because. The cover artist Carmine de Giamenco Manico or whatever his name is, is has the same first name. I thought that was a nice little thing. I guess that's like the only thing I saw. I barely even noticed the yellow face of of uh, good old Wally. 
Yes. Either way. Now we have we have a different artist on this one, don't we? Yeah, it wasn't. Corona is uh, it's not the same artist that we normally have. I can't recall who we normally yeah. have, but it is not Jorge Corona. Yeah, no, this was a new artist, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't it. like it. I'm just gonna say it. There's I there's the parts. It almost reminds me of like uh, it's it's too cartoony. It's the faces that get me, I just can't. Correct, like that big panel or that yeah, big page of just, Flash where he's like, I can't take those faces. Um, yeah, no. But this, it, yeah, it almost looks like uh, like he's trying to channel his his Humberto Ramos impulse oh, almost. Yeah. Isn't that kind of what it feels like? Like he's trying to channel it, but he's not quite there. But that's what like what he's going for on a lot of these characters is kind of that Humberto Ramos impulse feel. Yeah, absolutely. But he's just he's just not quite there. Now I don't want to knock it too terribly no, because no. I will be the first to say I fucking I, I suck at drawing. Okay, I am horrible at it. I'm terrible. So anybody is gonna do better than me. And by all means, the the guy's not a bad artist. That's not yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say. It's just for the feel of the book. It's just I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm just used to the main artist, and this just kind of threw me for a little loop-de-loop. Agreed. And, um, I mean, as for the issue itself, it's sort of like a, a Wally I enjoyed it. finding himself. And all the, like, these three characters just sort of all having these interpersonal moments with each other. Um, and we get Chunk in it as well. Did you, did you ever read, like, the first, when Wally West first took over as Flash? Like in the, the back in like back in the eighties, yeah. Um, I have. Well, I'm collecting the Flash Volume Two, which is that, which is right. the Wally West run. Uh, but I haven't started reading it yet because I want to get them all so I can just kind of oh, binge okay. read. And I've only got like a hundred or so of the two hundred or whatever issues. Okay. So I've got a little ways to go. So no, I haven't. Okay. I've read like the first couple issues but it never talked about like how he became the flash or anything okay because there's a character named chunk in that in that series and and you'll i guess you'll find out about him but i was kind of happy to see him here because he's a bit different and um he's wearing like the i guess it's halloween and he's wearing like a weird superman it's not really a onesie but it's like it's like pajamas it's It's like like a superman pajamas it's really weird and um i don't know he reminds me of a character off that show, Doug. <laughs> you know, Doug Funny from Nickelodeon? Why not? You're like, I don't know. No idea. They, the guys didn't know what Goosebumps is, and you don't yeah. know what uh, you don't know what Doug is, so fine. I don't know. I just know. I, I, think, I think Goosebumps is a bigger crime, but uh, anyway. <laughs> no con, not competing or anything. But yeah, I like the, uh, I like the Wally E. Wally... Um, you know, they're, they, they get a little bond going and it's good. I like it. The two wallies. The wallet walls. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good week. I enjoyed it a lot. It was very much Wally meets Wally and they kind of, you know, Wally that we all know and grew up with is kind of trying to give him some advice. Um, the new Wally, some advice on things and now, um. I'm uh, you, I'm sure I've I've told you, and for those listening, I'm a pretty big JSA fan, especially since when I read the Jeff Johns run, I just I fell in love with those characters, and I started reading back more. Um, needless to say, spoiler alert. Sorry, um, it was kind of it was in the the original DC Universe Rebirth issue. They had like Johnny Thunder, who was like, "Oh, I have to find the Justice Society." Um, and yeah, it looks like we're starting that little piece of the rebirth world arc now. With with Garrick. Yep, I'm very excited. Yep. Yeah, I saw that and even, you know, Barry is like, I don't know what it was that I saw, but it filled me with hope. Yeah. And uh, you just see you just see <laughs> like the silver voice? saucer. Is that how you read is that how you read Barry? <laughs> Sometimes really... sometimes when he's when he has, when he's like a goofball I do. Okay, fair enough. I guess when he's a goofball. No, I don't know. Sometimes I just, you know, you just got to throw out a funny voice or two. All right. Well, since we're, we seem to be 
talking about Justice League characters. I don't I don't know if this is gonna throw you off your mobile uh, PDF opening game, but um, I guess we could just talk real quick about Wonder Woman. Yeah, we can do that. So I just want to start with the cover first. Steve Trevor looks like that dude from Sons of Anarchy. I don't know if you've watched that show. <laughs> oh, dude, I was a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. He does not look like Steve Trevor. He looks like... He uh, looks like Jax Teller. That's it. Yeah, he looks... It's crazy. Um, I'm not sure what uh, Mr. Sharp was going for there, but it's a very different Steve Trevor than the one in the book. He does look Jaxy. I guess I didn't realize it, so you pointed it out, but yeah. he does. I feel like with these uh, review copies, we just sort of glance over the covers. Um, anyway, just real quick, there are some cool things in this that don't really have to do with the story. I mean, the story is sort of, I guess, the epilogue of this last arc, and they bring back Urs Cortaga or whatever, however you pronounce that name. Um, and he's basically, it looks like Baby Groot. Yeah. Um, but there's this one part where um, they're, they're basically there's all these people sort of waiting outside and Diana's like no no I'll go outside and see them all and I like how the lady's like she does it because she knows what it means to them that she does so it's not like even for her own sake it's just a it's sort of like the equivalent of Superman where it just sort of inspires hope in people mm-hmm. um, I did like that but in the background of that page where she's sort of outside one of the stores uh, is called, um, I'm guessing these are Liam Sharp's inspirations. One has a signed Boland, which is for Brian Boland, who's an awesome artist. Uh, if you read Killing Joke, he did the art for that, so that's a quick little reference. Uh, I didn't catch that. Then there's Perez, Azarello. Yeah. So it's got a lot of nice little uh, name drops there for people that have... There's Changs as well, who, who did the art with uh, Azarello on the last... Uh, Wonder Woman run in the new. It looks 52. like there's actually, you know, this is more bittersweet. The more that I look at this, it, it, it's kind of bittersweet, <laughs> but cool at the same time. I'm pretty sure in the far back there, there's it says Dylan's. Uh, really? Where is that? I'm pre- I'm pretty sure back behind McSharp. Uh, because there's Jimenez, and then there's Great Scots. Yeah. Um, and then there's Lem. But then if you go back here behind McSharp, it looks yeah. like it says Dylan's. Yeah. And that kind of makes it even more bittersweet. Yeah, it does. <sighs> anyway. That crazy bastard. <laughs> um. So yeah, this one is just basically Dr. Minerva uh, going shopping. Uh, Barbara, because yeah. she's back to her, you know, her old self, her human self. And uh, Wonder Woman's taking her shopping, and they're basically trying to figure... I mean, I'm not trying to bash this, but really nothing happens in this book. Really nothing It's does, yeah. It's really they're trying to find a way that... Because, like, Themyscira is, is hidden yeah. from everyone, and now it's even hidden from Wonder Woman. And so they're trying to find a way that Wonder Woman can find her way home. Exactly. And... You got like yeah. a little Steve Trevor. I mean, Trevor, that's re- so, yeah, a little Steve Trevor romance, romance thing going thing. on. Him sitting on his pickup truck out up out by the lake, beer in his hand, you know, just being a total total bad. You know who he looks like? James Hetfield, uh, lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> he so like so him. he goes so he goes from being uh, Jax Teller to James Hetfield. He has the longer hair in the cover, but here he's just sort of got this like James Hetfield kind of haircut. Anyway. And he's like, yeah. You know what I did notice, though? <laughs> and I'm noticing this more and more with the bi-weekly books, is the writers sort of have to fill... I'm not saying it's garbage fill, but unless the Justice League, but in something like this, <laughs> like you do get a bit of... you know, You're getting more character development in most books anyway, and I'm sure we'll talk about action comics later. But oh, yes. You know, I mean, it's... Sure, you could, like month to month books are sort of like, you know, focus on plot, focus on plot. We'll throw in a little character page here or there, but... This is like a whole issue about sort of characters connecting and, um, you know, just progressing the story between them, I guess you could say, Um, which, you know, maybe looking back one day will be something important um, that we do end up caring about more so than Ors Cortaga. Um, But anyway, yeah, it's a little relaxing issue for Greg Rucker probably just to 
get get focused on the next couple storylines. But I will say, Greg Rucka at least makes it interesting. Yeah. Although nothing happens, you still enjoy the read. Yeah. He's just that kind of a writer where he could write something where absolutely nothing happens yeah. for 26 pages. But when it's over, you still really enjoyed the book. Yeah. And that's basically what that issue was. Yeah. Now, real quick here, I know you didn't get a chance to read uh, Batman Beyond. I did not, yeah. I am loving it. And I didn't even read the new 52 Batman Beyond. I almost feel like I should probably go back, honestly, and uh, read it because I am enjoying the Rebirth Batman uh, Beyond a lot. Um, And I feel like I'm probably missing some things because I didn't read the new 52. Uh, But in a nutshell, it's a lot of fun. And uh, spoilers, well, you know what? This book's been out. You guys should have read it by now. Uh it's the old adage, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. That's exactly what Terry does when it comes to facing off against the Jokers. Wow. If you can't beat them, join them. And that's all. I'm just going to leave it at that. Go read the book to figure it out. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, I'm glad Dan Jurgens is back at it. In oh, he's so good. I'm Not only am I enjoying Superman, but I'm really enjoying Batman, Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um, he's doing a phenomenal job on it, so hats off to him, good sir. Yeah, he uh, he won me over with Booster Gold. I think in, it was it came out in two thousand eight, but I read it a few years ago, and uh, he won me over as a writer there and the, then and there. So I'm, I gotta check this out. I'll read it ASAP. I'm sure. Now you know what one of my favorite titles this week oh, was. Let's hear it. Teen Titans. Oh, me too. I was just about to talk about it. That was so cool. I am loving, loving Teen Titans. And honestly, maybe it's just because I had no expectations going into it. Um, I really had no expectations, honestly. I thought it was probably just going to be like a whatever book. Um, But man, is it probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most when it drops. So much fun. It's only been two issues. You had the Rebirth issue and then issue number one, but... I am loving myself some Teen Titans. Now, I've got to say, usually this art doesn't get me too excited, but for this book, I think it's like... It's perfect. perfect it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, Benjamin Percy's uh, writing, John Boy Myers is doing the art, and I... No, it's awesome. It's, it's so good. It is beyond good. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'm loving Teen Titans. If you are a Teen Titans fan from the beginning, you're probably also going to love this title. If you have no expectations and you're like just looking for a new book to pick up, I strongly recommend checking out Teen Titans. Uh, I honestly, Damian Wayne was a character that I could have given a rat's ass about, and I am absolutely loving him in Teen Titans. Yeah. And he's got his pet Goliath from his uh, solo yes. series in the New 52. I mean, it's just such and a great he, team. It is. You got Beast Boy. Who who doesn't love Beast Boy? Yeah. I mean, honestly. You got, um, you got Starfire. Uh, you got Raven. Oh, you got Kid uh, Wally. West. Yeah, yeah, yep. You got well the. Okay, let's let's go back. There's a couple Wally West now. You have you have new version Wally West. Um, Kid Flash. So I, I'm just gonna call this one Kid Flash Wally because the other one is I guess flash wally at this point but he used to be kid flash yeah i guess so so That's you gotta specify you have new universe wally yeah fair enough um and yeah it's sort of like last time we left off with damien just basically duped them all into being on his team yep and then well, he like basically team, this captured them and then basically this entire issue, he's talking smack to them all, yeah. um, basically telling them that they're worthless and blah, blah, blah. And then like they all strike together as a team and take them out, and they're like, ha, ah, we're more badass than you. And he goes, well, not really, because just, you just proved that together you're weak, but yeah. or I'm sorry, individually you're weak, but together you guys are strong. And then it just kind of ends with, we're the new Teen Titans. And that was like his birthday wish, yeah, too, is that he just great. wanted friends. It was awesome. And, I mean, he's just such a, like, such a... Cocky young, little asshole. He's such a, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's just, he looks so much like Bruce Wayne, and the way he's, he like, already making crazy plans and stuff, it's just great. And, I mean, 
they sort of reveal on the cover so we can say but um, I'm assuming our first arc or maybe it's going to be a, like one of those 12 issue arcs is going to have Rachel Ghoul um, hunting down Damien yeah starting off with this little team I like how there's these new villain teams popping up these are like the posse and now we've yep. got this other team I don't know I don't know if they're the hunters the yeah, hunted sure. hasn't really been said yet so now cool. it's just speculation but yeah but um, I mean I'm excited you know it's always good to see new villains and this is I'm ex- this is a great book I'm I yeah I love it if like I said if you're looking for a new title go check out Teen Titans um, it's a really fun hero book it's definitely something that you know the younger crowd can read but so can a 34 year old man like myself like it's it hits on all levels it's it's fantastic um, speaking of another really good title this week detective yeah of course the victim syndicate part one yes i did enjoy me some some detective and rafael albuquerque's art is just freaking spot on are you talking about that was or the yeah he did the sorry he did the cover yeah uh alvaro martinez sorry his art is spot on um and then james tinian Oh, the more I read, the more I love this man. I love the spotlight on Batwoman as well. Just so much character growth in these issues so far. I mean, I don't know. He's, whatever he's doing, whatever, you know, I guess he's sort of Scott Snyder's student, but I think he... I enjoy him more than Scott Snyder, I'm not going to lie. We got Harper Rowe in this as well, who I don't think has been in the series up until this point, right? I don't believe so, no. Yeah, well... It's interesting there. I like the. There's another. I like. Oh God, I love how these people are doing like tosses to, like, big people on big creators on these books. You see O'Neill Street, um, that was great. And then the page after, you see a bunch of man, uh, man bats fighting. Yes. Fighting Clayface, and that was another great, another great character moment where he's like, "Give me the the baddest and ugliest bad guy in the bat computer," and it's just him. It's this huge clay face beast that sort of rises up. And then he gets his feelings yeah, hurt. And then you're just like, oh, oh man, that sucks. But it's kind that's of all I'll ever, That's all I'll <laughs> ever be. No, no, Basil. No, no. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going on with Luke Fox because he's sort of like a pimp now. He is, and the car he was driving is incredible. Yeah, that's like what Nick <laughs> that is such was. a sweet looking car. Yeah. Um, this was like this was a great issue. It had a lot of uh, really cool, you know, cool Bruce Wayne moments as well. Just it did. There wasn't really a lot of Batman in this at all. This pretty much was all entirely their alter egos. It was almost all entirely. Um, you know, Bruce and yeah. Cassandra. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, there wasn't really a heroing in this one. Yeah. I think the most heroing you got was Clayface fighting the Bat computer. Yeah. And again, I mean, mentioning new teams, I don't know if this is an old team. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. But we've got another villain team, the Victim Syndicate, who I don't think any of us have ever heard of. We look like, it's looked like there's a weird scarecrow inspired kind of girl with like needle fingers. Um, uh, a, a penguin slash granny goodness inspired yeah, character. Weird. I don't know if inspiration was the right word, but uh, yeah, Red I mean, Hood slash something. And then you got Sandman, like this Alfred slash like Lurch looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be good. And if the God damn, if the art continues being this good, I don't know. I don't no, know what it's. I'm gonna do. I'm really enjoying James Tinian's work, and I recently found out that he is going to be, um, if I remember correctly, he's going to be at C2E2 um, in April in Chicago, and I'm going to try really, really hard to make it to that show he because seems like a really nice guy. I would love to meet him yeah. and tell him how much I love him. <laughs> I just I just think it would be really cool. He seems like an awesome guy. I'm really enjoying his writing. He's some to for me, he's a newer writer and somebody that I'm just kind of sort of getting into now. I've read some of his other stuff, but I'm just now really getting into it and I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Absolutely, yeah. 
this is um i can't this is a book that even though i've talked about dropping some dc books i just i don't think i'll be able to even though i'm reading them before the actual paper copy um this is something i think i'll look back on one day and fondly remember speaking of uh, uh, not agreed. fondly remembering Batgirl, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of this weird. Either way, okay. For those that are following along, I don't know. Is there a point? I don't. I don't know. She's sort of following these know. like this like teacher person who no one knows who is, and Kai is involved in this weird conspiracy corporate love triangle slash whatever she's i don't know yeah she's making people late with their assignments because she's kicking them off of their network and stuff like that she's kind of being rude as she's going into their country um but yeah i mean it's sort of it's weird i don't know i'm not that into it anymore i feel bad because i'm like toe i read the first issue i'm like toe you should check out Batgirl. girl it's gonna be good i think and then issue two came out, and you and I were both like, "Yeah, I don't know." Mm. It's this weird teenage thing that's not for us. Yep. So that's that. That's about it about Batgirl. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you want to dive into next? We got some good ones, and then we got some ones that were. They, none of these were bad. I'm not yeah. knocking any of these. It's just some of them. Some of them fired on all the right cylinders for me, and a couple of them were just kind of sort of, eh. We could talk L Deathstroke. All right, that's one that I'm kind of like, eh, for me. It had um, in it. I mean, it did. I don't know. It was, wasn't as good as uh, Alvaro Martinez, but I mean, hey. I yeah. didn't mind the art. I oh, thought the art was bad, pretty good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Detective. Oh no no no, uh, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a the art was not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Joe Bennett did a fine job, uh, but Christopher Priest and his writing. I know a lot of people love Priest, and I'm not knocking the guy, but I just I'm having a hard yeah. Deathstroke is not for me. I'm having a hard time getting into Deathstroke. I keep trying and I keep yeah. It's like it's sort of the the wrong kind of complexity in a comic book for me anyway i mean damien was kind of nice to see um but he was sort of it didn't he's making references to things i don't believe a kid his age would ever reference um and he's like and then <laughs> well it is mod, damien wayne and but... then there's mod like why would damien ever say that there's so many more modern references that this kid would say it just makes no sense to me um but anyway I did, yeah, I didn't understand where he said only a poser uses drugs and chains on his enemy. What? Yeah, right about <laughs> a poser. That. What is it? What is he posing as? But I mean, and again, maybe it was because I read this really late, and I had just been. Yeah, I did read it really I was late like, as oh, well. You know, we got to record. I've been slacking. I've been working way too much. Uh, sorry, guys, if that's a problem for you. But I was sort of like Batman breaks into these these guys' house, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? How come? What have what have I been reading? I guess I must have just glanced over some panels instead of actually reading them because I guess they were breaking into some guy's house who did something to Rose, or I don't know. That's my fault, I, though. I won't. I can't blame Priest for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm either way. I did like that Damien was talking smack to Deathstroke the entire issue. That was fun. Yeah, uh, some of the references were weird, but I did enjoy that Damien's just sitting there running his mouth the whole time, a little cocky kid. Oh. So that was that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. I just Deathstroke is not just not for me. Maybe like I said, maybe it's because I, I have. I haven't read a lot of Deathstroke in the past, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm, it is what it is. Not every book's going to be for everyone. Um, another one we could really quickly just glance over. Um, Titans, number four, unless you want to Oh, time no, this. we're good. We can glance over it, but I'm going to tell you what, right now, I'm enjoying me some Titans. It is, it is fun, yeah. Um, there's still, you know, we still got Kadabra, and it's a... It's quite a sticky situation he's put wally and i did like the the sort of um 
I guess the approach that Dan Abnett's taking with this with this villain as to how he's going to deal with Wally. Um, but it's in, I do want to know more about the history of these two because it seems like there's a lot more going on than I know about anyway. I need to read more Wally Flash because I don't know anything about Kadabra, but it seems like they've had quite a few tangles in the past and the I guess the future too. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm Art's enjoying the tight. art in this too. Yeah. yeah, the art, Brett Booth. Okay. Uh fantastic. And Dan Abnett, I love Dan Abnett's writing as well. Yeah. Um I did. But no, I'm actually I'm really enjoying Titans. Titans and Teen Titans both. I am I'm yeah. really, really enjoying both of those titles a lot right now. I like um there's one part in this where they sort of split up the all the Titans split up and Wally um Wally and Arsenal uh, whose name Roy? Yeah, Roy. That's it. Wally and Roy just sort of pull up at this gym, and Wally's carrying Roy, and Roy's in this like fetal position, and he's like, "Uh, Flash, I'll just get down now." I thought that was kind of funny because they have these serious looks on their faces. But yeah, I'm looking forward to more of that series. Anyway, all right. So we've got one, two, three, four. Five. We got five more books. It looks like. Um, you want to pick the next one? Ah, uh, yeah, six pack and dog welder, baby. Ooh, <laughs> just going for the going for the better one, huh? Anyway, yeah, awesome. Um, this one was fun. I enjoyed it. It didn't make me laugh out loud nearly as much no. as the previous issue, but then again you're not going to be able to do that every single issue. You know what I mean? Some issues are just always going to be better than others, but that doesn't mean that the series is any worse or, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Um, so it, by all means, I still enjoyed it. Um, you kind of, they kind of showed dog welder a little bit. You got to kind of learn yeah. a little bit more about his backstory, which I found interesting. And they, he, and, uh, Ennis did a really good job of, of humanizing him. I think, and almost to the point where you feel bad for the guy. Yeah, it's true. He's um, he is a really sad character, and I mean, you feel bad for. I don't know. It's he does a good job of making this book sort of absurd because his team is an absurd team of characters, and then you sort of see how really how regular people would react, not like comic book regular people. Because you got this guy with like his hand, you know. He he's talking through a dog's uh, rectum, and damn near killed him. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the funniest uh, the funniest issue, but there was one funny thing where they're sort of flying to these pyramids, and I didn't see it in the first panel, but you just sort of see um, Six Pack, who's like, "Bueno, will you stop doing that?" And I'm like, "What's he doing?" So I scrolled up, and you see him. In the on the back of this like surfboard that this cosmic surfboard that Constantine's had, and he's just sort of he's he's getting cl- it looks like he's getting kind of close and frisky, and I assume that's what happened um, <laughs> <laughs> with that weird organ creature whose name I still don't know. I think they were just calling it guts, weren't they? Oh yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes and. Knowing Ennis, I'm sure it'll it'll just it'll it'll stay at least as good as it's been. I still think that it's absolutely hilarious that uh, Constantine is still wearing, for no apparent reason, yeah. an astronaut helmet, and he has Silver Surfer surfboard. Like they're not yeah. calling it Silver Surfer surfboard, but for those that know comics, know exactly what the hell that thing is. Um, so I I find that funny he's trying to smoke in the helmet and at, on the last page he's like oh god i used to bloody be someone it's <laughs> <laughs> great well because it's true you know he went he went from being john the hellblazer constantine to working with a bunch of yeah and they keep drunks and they keep referencing his um his justice league card yes I forgot like, about that. Like, that no, was pretty funny. I can't call them whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> but 
That actually was pretty funny. I forgot about that because once again, most time when I have time to read these, it is later at night. Yeah. Um, I did forget about that one. Um, since we're talking about uh, Mr. Constantine, I know this is a little bit of a change here because we actually didn't get a review. PDF review copy. Yeah. So I have not read it yet. Oh, fair enough. Okay. That's you fine. can talk about it. Go for I it. What do you think? Either. Oh, yeah, I haven't read any of it. <laughs> okay. Um, I just I didn't even realize that it came out this week until earlier today. Yeah. And I have not had a chance to do anything, let alone read a comic book. So yeah. I will be reading it later tonight, though. Bet you're asked that. But as of right now, yeah. I have not read it. Um. Very right, well. Um, let's dive into Suicide Squad. Exactly what I just opened. What? Wow. See, we're on Synergy the same wavelength. Woo! All right. Well, it's uh, another. How did you, I'm gonna ask right now? How did yeah. you feel about it? You got Jim Lee's art, which is always fun. Um, honestly, if if I haven't liked the first half of these books so far, I did enjoy the second half, which is like the individual story. But aside from the last page of the Jim Lee part. Um, mostly because of the the ending of it, I didn't r- particularly like this one as much as the other issues. Hey, all right. I know you haven't been a fan in general. No, that's why I mean, not that I dislike it, but it's definitely not a book that I get excited for. Yeah. This, um, was, this was another like R and R sort of. Just the team's done their mission, and they're all just sort of back in blackade or wherever it may be and the art throughout the book's been great i'm not knocking the art by any means rob williams is not a bad writer um i enjoy a lot of his writing that he does but overall i mean i don't know it's just once again you know some things are meant for some people and this one just isn't meant for me um but what i will say about this book is towards the end where i think it's the last half uh there's like that subsection where they talk about hack yes and they kind of go in and they dive into her. I did and en- I did enjoy that a lot. Yeah, um, the hack backstory and stuff. I I actually liked that a lot. I think I actually found myself liking that more than the actual Suicide yeah. Squad title. In in general, I think I found myself enjoying the little backup stories more as well. But yeah, but um, uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, can't complain. I just think it's funny that, like, Hack is, you know, this kind of computer whiz, and, yeah. well, before she got her powers, and now she can travel through stuff, but uh, her hero is Harley. Like, yeah. I just found that odd. Yeah. Of all the heroes, Harley is your hero, well, so I don't know. It seems to be going on in the world now. But there's the thing that now, keep in mind, I don't know a whole lot about Amanda Waller. So is this what at the end where Hack says, you know, I know about your past and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is this public knowledge or is this something new for this title? I don't know what you're referring to. There's a part where... um, Oh, where she's talking to Waller, and she says, what's this? Something about a family tragedy. Because she's like, I read your file, too, blah, blah, blah. And then Waller's like, don't. And she's like, you know, know. there's a family tragedy in your... And then she stops, and she's like, oh, Waller, I'm sorry. And then Waller, like, zaps her. So I didn't know if this was something that was common knowledge that everybody knew, or if this is new for the book. I'm not overly familiar with uh, Mrs. Waller, so I don't know. Or Miss Waller, so I don't know. Yeah, sorry, man. Guess okay, we'll well, I just did, yeah, I just I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out eventually. So that leaves us with two titles: we have Action, and then we have Hell Jordan. I think we should go Action and end with Hell. Fair enough. You agree? I concur, good sir. All right. So Action Comics number nine sixty six, Mister Dan Jurgens. Mm-hmm. Uh, with art by Steven Segovia, who I feel like is this is a new artist on this one as well. He did a few of the Doomsday issues, which okay. feels like way back when, but it really wasn't. It, it does, right? It, will, it helps when you get you know two of these a month. Getting an explosion on your face, neck, and chest of comics. Um, 
so this one, I, I, okay, as you know, I was not a Superman fan until Rebirth, and I'm becoming yeah. more and more of a fan. So overall, I really enjoyed this issue. I know it was more focused on Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, but it was just so well written. Yeah. And they bring in Lana Lang, and you know Lana kind of calls Lois out. And I don't know. It's just because Lana was there for what happened to the other Lois from yeah. New Fifty Two, and so she knows that this Lois isn't the real Lois, yeah. and she's calling her out on it. I don't know. It's just it's it's just so well written. It's a very nice showcase that they are at least paying it. Some writers, anyway, are at least paying attention to what are, what is happening in other books. Yes, for sure. Um, and I did like sort of the, and I and it's another thing. Like I keep remembering, the, I'm getting these little reminders about how great it is to have this Superman who's like a family man and not a family guy, but a family man. Um, like these panels where he just sort of goes because oh, dad, you know, lo- mom is in trouble, and he's just like eyes f- blaring red, and he's all step back. Um, it's just cool to have Superman who's just sort of, I don't know. That's like, a cool, that's a cool panel too. Yeah, it just the sort, art and that looks really cool. It sort of felt like the news, this, this one's more driven cause he also has the family to fight for and not just, oh, well, I say not just the planet, but, um, you know, he's got that super special tie that he feels an extra need to protect. Yep. But yeah, it was really tight. And I guess, uh, I guess Lois is now officially being an identity thief i mean that's the only way to put well, it. well right? but is she really because it's her identity i don't know if there was another matthew mcpherson a, i mean whoops a, I guess a, a, do- a doppelganger if there was another uh, nova out there i wouldn't want him going around and saying oh i'm nova i guess if i was dead it would be fine um but yeah we got these uh i don't know what's going on with this villain but it's kind of cool have you ever seen these people before? No. Um, the guy, the guy who sort of, so there's a guy who summons another guy, and the guy who does the summoning at the end of it. If I just sort of scroll down really quickly, and he sort of gave me like a like a Captain America vibe, um, just with the red, white, and blue. Yeah, I can see that. But either way, um, yeah. It was but just, he carries a gun, and he's got one heck of a beard. Well, hey. Captain America could be cool if he wanted to as well. He's like a cross between Captain America and Thor. Yeah, with a gun. With a gun. So Bucky, Thor, and Captain there America had a baby. And I think that's what <laughs> I think people want anyway. But yeah, um, this was it was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this. And speaking about having a lot of fun. Holy crap. Oh. Hal Jordan, who would have thought? Wowza, right? Rusty's Mr. Robert Venditti, you sneaky bastard. See, Rusty's very lucky to have friends like us because he's, you know. He's into it. He is (laughs) into it, which is crazy because it's DC, but Rusty is into this book. Yeah, he's like, oh, guys, I picked up my new book, New Hal Jordan. he's actually buying it yeah he's actually buying like the physical copies like he's he's into this book and fair enough when he did say silver surfer is out first but hal jordan came up right after silver surfer in terms of his excitement factor which i think is a pretty big deal i mean for a guy who never read green lantern before to be so smitten is impressive yeah with good you know good reason as well yeah, Mr. Robert Venditti. Uh, wow. wow, sir. Wow. Mind blown this issue. You know what? If it ha- It's already been out for a few days by the time oh, this... Yeah, so if it. you haven't read it... Spoilers! I mean, it's, it's a known fact by now. We're going to... We're going to spoil some yeah. stuff. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I'm torn. I'm confused. My emotions was like a roller coaster... Yeah. Like, this whole issue, like, all throughout the issue, it's basically just sort of Hal Jordan. uh, Confronting Sinestro. 
confronting Sinestro, but he's also narrating the issue, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. And he's talking about how, you know, he knew that this was going to be his last battle, that he, if he's going to die, he's going to, you know, save the world, you know, just whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you have the Green Lantern Corps, so you have Jon Stewart on, yeah, and and, and everyone, and they're on their way to try to help Hal. And Sinestro's basically telling him, like, oh, I'm the master, you're just the pupil, you're never going to surpass me, I'll show you what true fear is, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So then they they fight, and there's, like, this epic two-page, I wish I would have had the oh. actual physical copy, because oh, I think it would have looked oh. way cooler. Yeah. Um, but there's this really cool, like, two-page uh, battle cool. scene um where they're going and then you know they continue to fight and blah 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 well then they jump over to guy gardner blew me and away guy just keeps repeating the oath over and over again he doesn't have a ring he's tied up he's incapacitated they got his eyes pulled wide open they're tormenting him he does say one thing aside from the oath he says, you want to hear my safe word, Gorgeous? All you got to do is ask. That's the only line he breaks away from the old water. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty, yeah. That is, that's exactly what he says. And then he goes back to repeating the oath as soon as he's done saying that. Um. So yeah, he's just sitting there repeating his oath over and over again. And then you, Sinestro's daughter... Uh, shows up and saves Guy, basically, and says, you know, I'm fighting against my dad. Sinestro's yeah. law is over. Now, keep in mind, she's a Yellow Lantern. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that hasn't changed. But she breaks Hal free. Or Hal, Guy, Guy yeah. sorry. She breaks Guy free. And uh, you see Guy, he's all beat up and tormented and whatnot, but you see him slipping on his, his green ring. Yep. But remember, it's drained, and he's, he's not near a battery to recharge it. And so, uh, yeah, so then Sinestro's daughter starts kicking the shit out of, what is it, Alyssa? Is that her name? His daughter? No, 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 no. The, oh, yeah. The dark so, land. Yeah. yeah, Alyssa or something like that. Starts beating the crap out of her, blah, blah, blah. Then you jump back to Hal and Sinestro fighting out. There's just a big battle between Hal and Sinestro this entire book. Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. And the art, phenomenal. And it's like top-notch, you know, like the typical superhero fighting villain conversation they're having while they're fighting. It's yep. like, you know, it's, it's, it's as good as it gets in terms of that. Yeah, it's... It's bringing it all together. Really well written. But yeah, I mean, wow. Um, Hal's just like, yeah, this is it. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Energy. Going out in a blaze of glory. Um, he's he's pulling out the e equals mc squared, and he's turning into willpower energy. Yeah, basically. Um. So Sinestro starts losing his power, and he's like, "Oh crap!" He knows it's his daughter that's messing with him. Yeah. And Hal's like, "You got it, dude." And uh, <laughs> more like Michelle Tanner from Full House, but um, so yeah, they they start battling now, and then all of a sudden, Hal just morphins up, man. He I don't know how to explain it. Like he just yeah. literally channels everything he has, and you see him just kind of go supernova. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> I get too excited there, man. And he just lets it go. And what they're showing is Sinestro. It, it looks like uh, Professor X and X Men Three. I think it was right. It was X Men Three, where yeah, where yeah. Professor X is like being like obliterated by Jean Grey. That's what it looks like. It looks yeah. like Sinestro is being obliterated. Uh. You know, he's just being ripped apart, basically. Yeah. And then you see Hal say, you know, like, here's to a better universe. And then there's this really amazing... I want this to I, be a poster. I almost want to pick up this book just to have these, like, pages, you know? It's crazy. Yes, it's it is beyond gorgeous. And I almost want this to be, like... I don't yeah. know. It, it could be a cool shirt. 
But I definitely think it would make an amazing poster to like hang up in your man cave. Oh yeah, no, leave that in there for a shirt. I don't know, but for like the poster, leave that in there. You have this. For those that don't know, you have this giant explosion, basically. Okay, and in the top of the explosion, there's like this really cool older style yeah. i guess i don't know how do you explain it it's, older faded yeah well it's like hal jordan yeah it's sort of like he's part of the the tapestry that is space kind of yes yes it's kind of see-throughish you can see the stars through him yeah. um and then in the bottom half you have sinestro's head and these are like shots of their head it's not their full body it's yeah. like full shots of their head and then the bottom half you have sinestro who's like screaming out just gorgeous wow. but the same thing just it's amazing art when i saw that it just yeah. it almost it almost brought tears yeah because i was like oh is and, hell dead and, hell can't be dead but planet, is hell dead the planet's exploding and you've got the green lantern symbol there it's just gorgeous. oh yeah 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 like coming out of the bomb like the, or yeah, whatever the boom that like bombs maker like the death star made where there was that ring of like um i guess debris and explosion it's it's the same thing but it's just awesome really well done but yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it, the Yellow Lanterns are basically the good guys now. Or that's what it yeah. Looks like. Well, yeah, that's kind of what it appears. Because then, you know, the Green Lantern that was on their way to save Hell, they see this giant explosion, and they're like, "What the?" And John Stewart's like, "You know, everyone, get your shields up. This yeah. is, this blast is gonna hit us." And uh, well, sure enough, the blast hits them. Um, and they're asking for damage reports, and then you got Kilowog. I love it when Kilowog calls people poozers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know right. why. It just <laughs> makes me giggle. Every time it makes me giggle. Awesome. Um, so then you have these yellow lanterns coming towards the green lanterns, and green lanterns are like, oh, snap, it's about to go down. Everybody, let's do this. And then you have Guy Gardner and like this little yellow bubble because his ring's dead, so they have to like fly with him. And he just says, "Don't get your panties in a wad, Johnny. We're the good guys." So now you're gonna have these this, you know, the old Yellow Lanterns teaming up. What yeah. appears to be anyway teaming up with the Green Lantern Corps. So you have the Yellow Lantern Corps teaming up with the Green Lantern Corps. And but apparently you can only assume at this point Impossible. that Hal and Sinestro are dead. I mean, it's called, we know they're not. It's but, called Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern. Yeah, Gordon. yeah, we know that by issue seven, they're he's not going to die. But so we, or as of right now, we can only assume yeah. that Sinestro and Hal are dead, and the Yellow and Green Lanterns are now going to appear. Apparently, going to team up. So who's going to be the big bad? You never know. Might be, we might have a crossover are they gonna coming. are they gonna bring in the Red Lanterns yeah. from the Green Lantern Corps? Might have a weird crossover coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't mind. One thing, it would be kind of cool if for like the next arc or so they had, like they still had the title Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, but they had like the Hal Jordan part and the crossed cross out, out or something. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool. like Ghostbuster style. It's like circled yeah. with a line through it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then they re, and then you like you see Guy Gardner with a can of spray paint spraying Guy, <laughs> and they, the, that would be sweet. That would be cool. I wouldn't mind. I mean, Guy was like the leader of the Red Lantern Corps in the New Fifty Two for a while, and now he's he's been part of the Yellow Lantern Corps takedown. So I don't know what it is about Guy Gardner, but he's uh he's making moves. He's studly. Yeah, him and his uh, orange hair. He knows how to. He knows his way around a core. But that's a that's a week in a in, in, week in review, pretty long week. Yeah. Went to now. It is so. Hellblazer. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because we haven't read it yet. Either way, <laughs> um, which stuff. is sad because, as you know, that's that's my book. Hellblazer. You blaze for Hellblazer. I blaze for the hell a blazer. God, I love Hellblazer. Did you know I'm only 20 issues shy of completing my full run of the Vertigo Hellblazer? Are they, like, all over the place? The issues, like the ones you're missing, are they like, oh, 23 and... Yes, uh, they are. (laughs) 
They are. It's not like I can just find a lot somewhere. They they are all over the place. But I'm only down to 20 issues. I've got like 280 issues of Hellblazer. I'm only a short 20, so uh, I'm pretty excited. And then I got all of Constantine the Hellblazer, like those 13 issues before Rebirth happened. I have all of those. There's like 13 issues. I have all of the Rebirth issues. And then... I need to pick up the hell or the, uh, I almost bought this new, the, I think there's like 25 of them, 26 of them, of uh, the new 52 Hellblazers. I almost bought all of them in this lot and then I ended up getting outbidded. Uh, but I'm looking at buying that lot as well or getting all those. So, cause I'm trying to collect like everything. Yeah. At this point you gotta be going for like every John Constantine appearance or, or at least every season. Yes. Yes. Every well, you know, for my birthday, big shout out to the birthday crew. Uh, this last summer for my birthday, I got, you know, thanks to Slayer and Jabo and gum and all those guys. I got a, uh, you know, Christian and them. I got Saga of the swamp thing. Number 37. And it is like probably a 9.2 to 9.6 quality. So I'm I'm going to get that baby CGC'd. I'm very, very happy. So that made me, that, that made my, uh... and they also sent me the DC Comics Presents as well. Wow. Which is like the cameo appearance, I guess you could say, of Constantine. So yeah, making, I'm pretty happy. Making, you're making a splash on the Hellblazer scene. Yes, and they gave me Hellblazer number one for my oh birthday. My I know, right? They hooked it up. So, but anywho, speaking of hooking you up, we want to hook you up with Comic Bento. How can we hook you up with Comic Bento? Click on the link below. Save 15% off your first month of your purchase of the Blind Box Trade Paperback Service. That's right. You are going to get four, count them, one, two, three, four. Four trade paperbacks every single month worth $50 or more from various publishers that you all know, love, and those that you don't know. And, well, it's blind. It's a service. You're going to love it. Check it out. Link below. 15% off. Do it. Do it now. Grab my hand! <laughs> He's really motivated to make you go. Do it now! <laughs> <laughs> Order comic bento. <laughs> Arnold himself is promoting it. <laughs> so, anywho, that and don't forget, we also have the four guys in a comic T-shirts in any color that you want: black, white, red, yellow, purple, pink. I don't care what it is. Send us a message on Twitter. Send us an email. Hit us up in one of the chats. Whatever it is, you know how to get a hold of us. Tell us, I want a four guys in a comic shirt. You know what? You're going to get a four guys in a comic shirt sent straight to you for only 20 bucks. That includes the shirt and shipping for a flat rate of $20. You can't even go to the mall and buy a shirt for 20 bucks, folks. So help support the podcast that you all know and love. Help support us because we want to, well, we're going to keep this going no matter what. But help support us because we'd like to do things like go to cons and stuff. It, buying tables is not cheap, yep. okay? It costs money, lots and lots of money. So we need your help. So buy some shirts so we can start going to cons and actually meeting you all face-to-face. Exactly. That's the goal, people. That's the American dream. All over your face, neck, and chest. Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you can spray it too. It'll get the message across. Yeah, you know. Literally. That's how we roll. Dirty. So, yeah, until next week, folks, the power is yours. You stay classy, Internet. <laughs>